Hello, and welcome to episode two of our podcast called Loving Parenting, where the goal is to improve our relationships by going beyond our comfort zone one small step at a time. The topic of this episode is Affirmation for Parents. As I mentioned in episode one, it is very important for a parent to take care of himself in order to be able to effectively take care of his child. This episode presents affirmation of the value of a parent's sincere efforts to help his child. Keeping this affirmation in mind helps a parent to feel confident about his or her efforts, and that is a key component of taking care of oneself. A parent who has difficulty with his child, yet continues to make efforts to improve the relationship, deserves a lot of credit. This credit is for the parent's efforts, since the parent is making a sincere and sustained effort to improve the relationship. That effort is very noble, since the parent does not necessarily get any joy or pleasure as a result of his efforts. Rather, he does it out of love and devotion to the child. When you try to improve a relationship, there's certainly no guarantee that your efforts will lead to any perceptible results in the immediate future. Note that I say perceptible results and immediate future. It is quite possible that the child will have an internal response, a positive thought or a feeling of warmth that you cannot perceive. This thought or feeling may lead to action sometime much later, not in the immediate future. But in the meantime, before you can perceive any benefit from your efforts, you are acting out of love for the child so that you will do whatever you can to help the child. A key point to keep in mind is that sincere parenting efforts are valuable regardless of the current or future outcome. A parent who sincerely does what he thinks is best for the child deserves a lot of credit, regardless of the result. An example that shows the value of sincere service is the story in the Torah of Cain and Hevel, whose English names are Cain and Abel. Cain and Hevel were brothers. Cain was a plant farmer and Hevel was a shepherd. One day, Cain decided to bring an offering to God, and he brought one of his plants as his offering. According to Rashi, a commentator on the Torah, Cain brought one of his worst plants as his offering. Hevel decided to bring an offering as well, but Hevel chose the best and finest of his animals as his offering to God. God accepted Hevel's offering and did not accept Cain's offering. Hevel's offering was accepted and preferred because of his sincerity. Hevel, in contrast to Cain, offered generously the best he possessed. God was aware of the motive behind each one's sacrifice. He was pleased with Hevel's purity of heart and therefore accepted his offering and sent a heavenly fire to consume it. 
From this story, we see the value of a sincere effort. To God, there is not a big difference between a fine sheep and a meager plant. The big difference is in the motivation. Hevel's sincerity and devotion made all the difference. An example of the value of sincerity, regardless of the outcome, is a story from the Torah about Reuven and Yosef whose English names are Reuben and Joseph. Joseph's brothers felt very negatively toward him for various reasons. One day, the brothers were tending their sheep, and Joseph came to check on them at his father's request. As they saw Joseph approaching them, they plotted to kill him. Yosef's oldest brother, Ruvain, heard this plan and tried to convince his brothers not to harm Yosef. They did not accept Ruvain's request. Ruvain saw that they really wanted to kill Yosef. Ruvain then suggested not to kill Yosef, but rather to throw him into a pit, which is a deep hole in the ground. His plan was to retrieve Yosef from the pit later and return him to his father. Unfortunately, his plan did not materialize, since Yosef's brothers sold him to some merchants that were passing by before Reuven was able to retrieve him from the pit. In this story, we see that Reuven had good intentions, but he was not successful in rescuing Yosef and returning him to his father. Interestingly, the Torah explicitly mentions Reuven's good intentions in two verses. The first verse says, quote, Reuven heard his brother's discussion about killing Yosef, and he saved Yosef from their hands, and he said, let's not kill him, end quote. Note how the verse says, he saved Yosef from their hands. That was his motivation and his good intention, to save Yosef from being killed. The second verse says, quote, Reuven said to them, Do not shed blood. Rather, cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, but do not send forth your hand against him in order to save him from them and return him to his father, end quote. Both of these verses explicitly mention Reuven's good intention. This is quite noteworthy, since the stories in the Torah rarely mention a person's intent explicitly, as it does in this story. This story of Reuven and his brothers shows us that God appreciated and valued his good intentions, even though destiny dictated that his rescue plan could not materialize. God had a grand plan to bring the Jewish people into Egypt, and it had to begin with Yosef's being sold as a slave to an Egyptian government official. Thus, Yosef had to end up in Egypt somehow and therefore it was impossible for Reuven to return Yosef to his father as he originally planned to do. We see from the highest authority in the universe 
that a person's sincere intention is precious and valuable, even if the person's intention didn't come to fruition. Similarly, with a parent, if you sincerely make your best effort in raising your child and in interacting with him, then you can be confident that God is pleased with your efforts, and that is what really matters. However, good intentions are not the whole story. If person A does something with good intentions, but ends up causing harm or damage to person B in the process, then person A is accountable to some degree. To what degree is person A accountable? I've thought quite a lot about this question and have come up with an answer which is based on the idea in the Torah of an accidental killer having to flee to a city of refuge. I plan to discuss this topic in depth in a future episode with God's help. Thank you for tuning in and hope you'll tune in again to future episodes.